everyone, it's Coco Creates. And Art of the Cartoon. And this is CNC Buhai, an Asian American couple who watches a lot of media. Mm, so much media. And talk about it. Yep, Filipinos in the house. What, what? Mm. This is episode 16. Yep. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Mm, yes. It's been forever. <laughs> Long time. Episode 16. Mm-hmm. Big gap from episode 15. <laughs> But the last, the last it, one we did was... It is now the year 2021. <laughs> 22? <laughs> the year is now 2022, and I am lost in time. Yes. I am lost in time. Oh, my goodness. Last time we talked to y'all, we were talking about Shang-Chi. Yes, last time we talked to you guys, or, you know, talking to the abyss... Everybody. ...was Shang-Chi, which was... Great movie. Still a great movie. Mm -hmm. How are you doing? How am I doing? Yeah, how are you doing? How are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) It's coming back on me. I am still working my day job. I'm still illustrating, and you can read my comics at Art of the Cartoon on Instagram, and still working my day job and still teaching, so... Doing things. Doing things. Me, on the other hand, transition. Mm. When, am, when am I not in transition? But anyway, doing a little bit here and there. I don't want to go into details because I like to keep it, you know... Mysterious. You know me. Got it. <laughs> but... You know, I finished my film Synchronized and was doing some rounds of film festivals Mm -hmm. and now working on my next project, which is super personal, doing a film about my grandfather. So that's the next thing. But enough about that. Yes. Let's talk about what we've been watching. It's been a long break. What have you been watching? We've been all across the multiverse. I can't even remember what we watched, to be honest with you. I've been watching Trash. (laughs) Oh, great series. (laughs) I love that series. No. I've been lo- I've been watching like Love is Blind and like The Circle on Netflix. You yes. know, it's like Circle Message. Circle Message and things that just make the time pass, you know, when I want to decompress. I guess my I guess my taste has been changing. I'm gonna be honest. How about you? What have you been watching? Well, I'm still big into the geekdom. I'm enjoying the first episode of Moon Knight. And I did watch um Spider Man No Way Home, so that was fun. And I've been watching a lot of otters lately at the Monterey Bay Aquarium. Wow, Just watching so them. eclectic. I know. It's, they're nice and calming. I think it's, it's funny because it's like, wait, are we watching the same stuff together? No, we, watch, we, we are. Mythic Quest. Mythic Quest. We watch YouTube. We watch Five Fires. Yes, we, we've been watching Magic Journeys. V- people vlogging on YouTube. We've been in the That's YouTube right. rabbit us. hole. That's what we do. And you know what? We are just evolving in our con- consumption of media, and that's okay. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think I remember even watching regular TV, if there's even regular TV. We have not turned on the regular TV in uh, a long time. Maybe some sports stuff. Let's move on to why the, what this events. episode is about, which is about everything, everywhere, all at once. Ooh, spoilers. And uh, spoilers let's, let's already. Let's, yes, let's preface. It is going to be major, major, major. Did I say major? Major. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert. What is everything, everywhere, all at once what about? What isn't everything, everywhere, all at once? Well, let's first, we'll just get stuff out the way. Directed by Dan Kwan and Daniel Scheinert, who did Swiss Army Man, which I've never watched. Never mm-hmm. heard of it. What is that? <laughs> it's 
a movie. It's their okay, first okay, movie okay. that they did. Okay. I guess they directed music videos before. Oh, I see. Okay. So they're mostly known for their music videos. They've done a couple of TV episodes, like Nora from Queens. Oh, that's cool. That's yeah, cool. Yeah. yeah. So they've done that. Um, produced by Joe and Anthony Russo. Of oh, the, the Russo infamous Bro- Russo brothers. Yes. They do, they do uh, Marvel, correct? They're mostly known for Marvel stuff. Like the Avenger Yes, they did. Franchise. They did Infinity War, my favorite Avengers movie. They did Endgame. They did a lot of some like Captain America's. Um, yeah, and then they produced this movie as well. It's going to be hard to synopsize this movie to break it down. Um, movie is about Evelyn Wong, who runs a struggling laundromat um, with her husband Waymond. She has a daughter named Joy. And I guess while planning a community lunar event at the laundromat, because that happens, um, and also appeasing her visiting father coming from China, she gets sucked into um, a multiversal war against a character, a mysterious character named Jobu Tupaki. Yeah, if that doesn't make you want to watch the film. No, it's, it sounds ridiculous. <laughs> it, sounds, it sounds like a horrible premise. So everything, everywhere, all at once, thinking about the synopsis, is like... Then who, what, where, what, what's happening? That's that's what so, should be also known as this film. Let me this just is, tell you. The best way to sound this this is the Michelle Yeoh multiverse movie. Mm-hmm. It's her film. <laughs> this is the Michelle Yeoh movie. A.K.A. Evelyn. Yes. So, yeah. So, our characters, Evelyn Wong, um, played by the great Michelle Yeoh. Who's Michelle been Yeoh. In, she's who, been in everything. Who's in Shang-Chi. She's been on it. She was in Shang-Chi. She was in uh, Star Trek, right? The TV series. Yes. Mm-hmm. And... Back in the day, I just knew her honestly. I mean, she's been in a, in a, a bajillion things, but like mm-hmm. Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, for sure. Mm-hmm. Right. Joy, played by Stephanie Sue. Who, I was telling you while we were watching, I was like, this girl looks super familiar, this this woman. Uh-huh. And I was like, where is she? She's usually like comedic. And I was like, she did the reenactments in the MTV show Girl Code back right. in the day. There and she's like hilarious, her animated face and such. So I was just like, oh, it's so cool that she has a big part in this movie. Waymond, uh, Evelyn's husband, is played by Kei Hui Kong, better known as Short Round from Indiana Jones. And the Temple of Doom. But he's grown up, so in this movie, he's, gra- he's grown round. Grown round. <laughs> so grown you keep round. calling him grown round. Because every time I see him, I'm like, it's grown round. He doesn't have a hat on. He grown. He, he a dad. He, he, I know, here. but he does other stuff. Well, I know, but it's just like, interest- it's cool to see a child actor like ev- like still be acting. Evelyn's father, Gong Gong, is played by the legendary James Hong, who is in every... He's in everything. He, every oh, Asian gee. movie. When you see him, you're like, every I've seen Asian that guy movie. before. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So- <laughs> You'll know his voice. You'll you'll know him. He's been everywhere. Um, and then uh, Deirdre, who is the IRS person, is played by Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis, y'all. Mm-hmm. All I can think of is she was in Halloween, Halloween 2, Halloween 3, <laughs> Halloween 4. Wait, was she? She was in all the Halloween. I don't know. She was in all the... She was basically in the Halloween like franchise She's series, the Halloween right? Freaky and- Friday? <laughs> It's Freaky Friday, right? Freaky Friday, which edition? I don't know. Is that the one? Um, the Freaky Friday with um L- Lindsay Lohan. Sure, why not? <laughs> why not? Okay, <laughs> so those are characters. Oh, also in this movie for some reason is Jenny Slate and Harry Shum Jr. They're somewhere. Marcel the Shell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Jenny Slate and Harry Shum Jr., who's from Glee, right? The dancer. 
Yeah, that's where he's from. And, uh, I would say Gr- Crazy, Crazy Rich, Rich, Rich Asians, Crazy Rich right? Asians. Well, he was in the Crazy Rich Asians for like five minutes. Sure. So he's also in this movie for five minutes. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, um, sorry. We just are giddy because it's been a while since we've been on the mic. So. No. And this is also the first time that we're actually going to be talking about a film that we literally just watched a couple hours ago. So. Yeah. Okay. Well, then, that's the cast. It's basically the uh, it's basically the Michelle Yeoh multiverse movie. Did you like this movie? What do you think? Oh, I think you love this movie. I love it. Can I just say? Uh-huh. Friends were like it's totally your movie. And I was like, what does that mean? Like mm-hmm. It's totally your movie. And I was like And then I saw it, which is like 2 hours plus long. 2 hours 10 and minutes, and time yeah. felt like it went by really quickly. Mm, flat circle. Yeah. And you know, thinking about what friends have said, like, this is the film that you would love. They were right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, in other words, I like this movie. Would you like to elaborate why you like oh, this movie? Oh, sorry. See, you got to ask the question. Yeah, I got you. So, why did I like the the movie? I think, in a lot of ways, it was reminiscent of, uh, you can see the inspiration behind um, other movies, like, In the Mood for Love. And mm-hmm. um, it reminded me of, like, some instances, like... Uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, which is one of my favorite movies. Mm, okay. And being a filmmaker and seeing, like, you seeing and hearing all the elements and, like, the edits and such. Right. Phenomenal on another level and refreshing than, like, honestly, than seeing an action, than, than seeing, like, a Marvel movie, right? So mm-hmm. there's, like, all these bells and whistles, but, like, it's like a painting, right? You can have a painting with all of these things that's crazy on it. Right. And it could be the worst thing. Or it could be the most genius, amazing thing. And I think it's on the latter. A thousand the genius. This is on another level, and we're probably going to buy the Blu-ray or whatnot or rewatch this. And it's totally my, it, again, totally my type of movie with the sound, mm-hmm. the edits, the layers of this multiversal <laughs> multi-layers, multiverse, multi-characters Whoa. and how they are embedded and how it could also, at the end of the day, be true to life. Of the theming, which we'll talk about later. But I wanted to know about, for you, what did you think about the film? I, I loved it, too. I this I, I adored this film. This film was everything I needed it to be. Everything, everywhere that you wanted in the movie? <laughs> Something like that. All that once? Yes. It was... And here's the, here's the reason why I really enjoyed this movie. So, it's like I said, it's a multiversal movie. There's a little bit of sci-fi in it, and so all these boxes that I have, because I'm, I know that you're not big Marvel person. You come watching with me, but I'm a big Marvel comic book sci-fi movie person, right? And I also like some of this. I like to have a little meat too, right? To have like some extra substance in the movies, like um, what was the one that Aquafina was in? Shang Chi. No, the other one, the serious one. Ocean's Eight? Oh, The Farewell. Yeah, The Farewell. That's yes. it. So yeah, so something like The Farewell as well, right? And so because it had that element to it, like that multiversal element to it, the sci-fi elements, it had the crazy action because you have Michelle Yeoh, so you're going to have to have some martial arts scenes. Yes, those were awesome. Yeah. To see someone of her age um, and as a main character in like a late, like a a motherly figure who's much older, mm-hmm. and to be in a sci-fi related film and in fight scenes in that way was amazing. Yeah, and then yes. let's. Go, I'm gonna go right back to the multiverse concept. 
I think this was the best executed multiverse movie I've seen. And I've seen Into the Spider-Verse, which I think is an excellent movie. No Way Home, I thought was an excellent Spider-Man movie. I, I didn't think it was as good as, um, as Spider-Man Into, Into the Spider-Verse. And then I've seen, like, I've seen, like, the CW do their, you know, do their multiversal thing. I've seen some animated shows do the multiversal thing. But this one, I don't know, it just, it hit a little bit different because I think the characters spoke more to me and the the experiences that they went through spoke more to me. And then there was just some, a lot of weird concepts that just worked. Eventually, there was part of a multiverse where Michelle Yeoh was a rock. She was just a rock on a cliff, and it worked. Oh, you mean you're talking about one of the most memorable and best scenes ever of just two rocks on, on a cliff? Talking? It was. And, and then, like, in subtitled? Yes. Amazing. Simplicity. Yeah. Funny. Mm-hmm. Random. Yes. We like random. We do. <laughs> it was ra- and And in a lesser um, director's hands or, like, if it was put together in the wrong way, it wouldn't have worked. It would have been, like, a big, like, WTF. It would be like, know? why like, am I watching this? It'd be like a really bad art house film. I, I feel like they set it up in a way that anything goes. And I, I don't know how you felt with it, mm-hmm. but I love the movie because it's been a long time where I felt like I was on a ride yeah. in the movie. It felt like a roller coaster, like, right? literally was mm-hmm. riding a wave and just letting wherever it can go. And when you think that it's going to go somewhere, it just goes somewhere else. Yes. And it will make you laugh. It'll make you cry. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It'll make you feel like, wow, I'm in another dimension or like this is just very artistic. You know, it was just, it kept me on my toes and it was very sensory. It got me on all levels, like hearing, feeling, seeing, mm-hmm. um, Unfortunately, taste was not there, but you know th- those those things were were spot on. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know how you even write the script for this, but I feel like we're not even really going into detail as much as well because there's just so much to unpack of there what is. we saw. What, but like, let's get into themes at least because I think that could be a jumping point, well, and maybe we can like talk about further. So, so the big theme I I, I would I put down is generational trauma. I'm glad that a lot of movies are now tackling this. It's something that I know you and I have felt. Well, for those who might not know exactly what that is, how would you define generational trauma? Essentially, it's like, especially, you know, with uh, immigrant families. Right. um, Mm -hmm. Maybe in all families, there's a dynamic, right, that happens and in which maybe there's things that never been... uh, handled or dealt with, right, emotionally. Mm-hmm. Right. Whether being triggered by, like, PTSD or, like, maybe some other, like, family dynamics. Mm-hmm. Not to get serious, but, like, there's trauma that gets carried on. There's even studies that say that, like, trauma from, you know, from your ancestors or et cetera get passed on to, like, later generations mm-hmm. in different ways. So it's, like, it, it's so it's like super common that, you know, uh, the later generation might maybe experience... Uh, anxiety, depression, right. ex- all these other mental. But they don't talk things. about it, and because, no one talks about it because because the the thinking is that you want to stay strong and not say anything. You want to kind of have this you have this air of strength when people see you, and like, oh no, there's no issues there. Or saving face, you know? Yeah, or like it's like saving pride face or whatever. And then also yeah. the pressure to succeed. Like, okay, we got to save face. We got to look strong, and that's why you have to succeed, and you have to do it this way. 
particular way. And no one ever is really communicating, right, of mm-hmm. how, like, they feel or how, like, moving through those emotions and actually um, dealing with it, right? Mm-hmm. Sounds like a therapy session. But it kind of is in so many Which ways. Which is, I think, what this movie kind of was. And I think that's the beauty of this movie is that like, mm-hmm. it wasn't like a one note. Like It could have been an easy, independent, dramatic film of a mother and the daughter. and Connecting together, And the grandfather and the husband and all the situations and all the craziness, right? Of just like an argument or whatever. But it went on another level where it like, how would you even define this movie? Because I think it's like a comedic drama. I mean, it could be anything. It could be anything it wants to be, and that's the beauty of it. It just—it was just a beautiful thing because at the end of the day, there was even a, a part where like I almost thought I was gonna cry, mm-hmm. um, and I'm like, oh no, it's hitting—it's hitting a little bit home further when like the especially the mother-daughter scene near the end. Yes, and mm-hmm. I was like, it's happening, it's happening. But you know, I think it was beautifully well done because at the end of the day, it went back to the original theme. Like if this film just focused on the father, do- the not the father, but the well, oh yeah, the father daughter, which we we saw at the beginning of the film with her father coming to visit, right? Mm-hmm. With Michelle Yeoh's father James Hong visiting, they could have just focused on that, or they could have focused on the mother daughter relationship, which they did focus heavily on. Which and is normally really great. they 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 in movies, right? They always focus on the youngest, right? Like the yeah. daughter, but they 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 focused on the mother, mm-hmm. uh, and like almost like her forgotten story of the of the layers. You know, she's getting it from her 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 father. elderly father with the pressure and then raising her her daughter who's angsty also and then pressure from the hu- I mean the husband's also there too right mm-hmm. I mean a little bit of pressure I mean and then also pressure back on the husband as well so it wasn't just one way it was like kind of going both ways it was like a two-way street it was super complicated yeah. and it mm-hmm. wasn't and I and I like that because it wasn't like a trope of one thing especially when the daughter you know you think okay there's there's teenage angst or like mother daughter dynamic you know where they don't get along right but it was more like i want remember when she was like going to the everything bagel i know no spoilers spoiler well, we're spoiling okay so the daughter going to the everything bagel it was and, made to and, think the daughter was the antagonist but i don't think she was no, I think it was complicated because she yeah. wanted her mom to join her, right? Mm-hmm. So who really is the antagonist or protagonist? And and I think that's the beauty. That's the beauty I think that I'm seeing in films lately is that the story arcs are just like multiverse, multi like generational. It's not even like an arc. <laughs> uh, it's a different type of arc. Um, no, I meant like story wise, like oh, okay. antagonist and protagonist and and such. It's like. You know, it pitter-patters like ping-pong in some ways. And yeah. there's no real definition, mm-hmm. which is great because I was like, do I want to see the same stuff over and over again? No. I, for one, love things that are a lot more innovative. And this is what – this film does a great job of just making it mm-hmm. um, stand out. Like, even when I saw the trailer, I was like, you know, just seeing, like, the images. I'm like, okay, this is a film that's probably I'm going to be watching. I don't know. Yeah, you've been looking forward I, this film for, to yeah. this film for a while. I was like, one we over even with the title. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, one of those things. Even when you're talking about the generational trauma theme, mm-hmm. you know, you see a lot of that. I mean, we've also been watching movies like Turning Red. Encanto. And Encanto. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that's been happening. And that's an animation, right? So mm-hmm. this was, like, on a, on a little... It was different in that sense, too. But still, those, those themes, especially for people of color that ha- that where um, this is an ongoing thing mm-hmm. and true to life. Yeah. And I say adding in the fantasy elements, the sci-fi elements, the fighting, and just all the weird concepts together, I mean, it just... 
And it wasn't it, always like sad or kawawa. It was no, definitely freaking entertaining at every moment mm-hmm. where you're like, one minute it looks like a Kill Bill situation fight scene. And then you were saying that this movie also reminded you of another indie film. Yeah, uh, being John Malkovich. Yeah, in which you were saying like it's kind of like this random quirky movie. Right. I remember seeing it a very long time ago. I don't mm-hmm. really remember all the details, but I, I hear what you're saying in that. Yes. So that's, this is definitely that film. If you're going to come into it and being like, I'm just going to watch and sit back and relax, it is not that type of movie. It's yeah. not a Marvel movie. It's it's just a different... It stands out on, on its own. No, it definitely stands out. In, in fact, being a Marvel fan, I kind of wish this was part of that the Marvel universe because I would love to see a Michelle Yeoh kicking ass with like Avengers. And I know that coming up, like Doctor Strange is having as his own multiverse movie. And if that movie's half as good as this movie, I'll be satisfied. Who do you think is your MVP of this film? Oh. I mean, I know I, we didn't go into it so much, but we uh-huh. just wanted to banter. But, like, what? Who is your MVP of the film? The obvious MVP is Michelle Yeoh. So, yeah, Michelle Yeoh, definitely. Stephanie Sue. And then, um, short round, Kei Kwan. Grown round. Grown, <laughs> grown round. Like, I... You, you just remember my short round, and you call him grown round, but... He also knocked it out of the park. I can't see anybody else um, playing the, that role. Well, you know what? Honestly, I can't see anybody playing any of those roles. I think it was like perfectly cast, especially with Michelle Yeoh. I don't know how. I don't. I can't think of anybody else who probably would could have stepped up to the plate to play that role. Let me get your opinion on this. Originally, the role of Joy went to Aquafina. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Because she does have those levels from the farewell and then, you Right, know, but because of queens. scheduling, she had to drop out and then Stephanie Sue got the role. Wow, oh, that's so hard. Yeah. It's hard because I know that Aquafina can possibly have some range, but she also has, like, more levels of comedy. And I'm not saying that Stephanie Sue definitely has, like, mm-hmm. comedy as well. Right. Oh, it just would have been a different movie. I think, Hon- I, I, honestly, though, I'm glad that she's not in there because me, I, I love too. Aquafina to a degree, but mm-hmm. she in too much. She in too many she's movies She's playing lately. too many. She's, I get it. She, she's get, playing Aquafina get, now. Get the dinero, girl. Yeah. I get it. But, mm-hmm. like, you know, there's also other people that would probably be fitting. And I actually think that might have been a better decision overall. Yeah. Because it, I agree. it takes over. Like, I want I want to give more praise to the older older actors, you know, in there in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Stephanie, like, it would, knowing that this is, like, one of her first features, you know, big ups to her. So maybe yeah. that was a, that was definitely a blessing in disguise. I did not know that fact. Yep. Thank you for that. There we go. <laughs> also, shout out to the visual effects team of this movie, which mm-hmm. I know was a very, very small team. They didn't actually – at the credits, I noticed that they there wasn't any big production houses that were involved. This is, this is an A24 film. It's so a, it's I mean, but like still, A24 – yeah, but – Sometimes they they even get big houses for like the bigger films too. But mm-hmm. um, and I was reading on Twitter with oh, the you did director. Some research? I did, of course, I did some research. I did not. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, uh, because they didn't, they they felt like they couldn't use any of the big, um, the big visual effects houses because they couldn't get the certain style style down that they wanted. They went with the um, visual effects folks they knew from music videos. That's evident. I could tell. Like the fast action, fast motion. And a lot of them were, a lot of the visual effects folks that they hired on were just self-taught. You know what? It makes me even love the movie further. Because I'm go, all right? about being a rebel. Like, mm-hmm. you don't got to follow the rules. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
<laughs> to get this stuff done, right? As long as it tells the story in the way you intended it, yeah. it doesn't matter of like how it was made or made by a big company. Wow, that gives me a lot more respect also right? for the film. Yeah, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's go ahead. Um, we did it in MVP. What would you, out of five stars, what would you rate this film? Five star- out of five stars? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's so hard for me to give a perfect five, maybe a 4.9. Like, I really enjoyed it. I want to say, like, wow. it's been, I haven't seen a good film like this in a long time that, like, just, just like, touched buttons that haven't been pushed in a while 4. for 9. me. Four point nine, yeah. It's more than four and a half, but okay. it's not a five to me. Oh, it's not a I, okay. I think because I'm just being having reservations to give anything a five because I don't really know what a five would mean for me, but, mm-hmm. you know... Nothing's perfect, so there you go, 4.9. Wow. Amazing. That's a first for me, actually. Yeah. Wow. Have I ever give, gave anything? You've never given anything. How about you? What do you think? I'm going to set a precedent here. Oh, no. Here we go. I'm giving it a five. Five what? Five stars. Oh, five stars. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give it five out of five. Because I thought that was nearly perfect. I mean, yeah, there. I still think there's some issues around some representation. This is still very heavily East Asian focused. Yeah, that's true. And you know us being Filipino American. Yeah. There wasn't that. Still I'm giving it a 5 though. Yeah. Yeah. So you know what? Now I'm not think I'm not thinking about it in that way though. You yeah, know? I know. Yeah. Um because at the same time on a on a on a positive note and and celebratory. I mean, you give it a 5, right? I give it a 5 I think because the celebratoriness it's... is that like yeah. You never see a film that is so intertwined and super layered, and the focus is like exactly. an Asian, um, Asian, an Asian, Asian American family. Mm-hmm. So I was like, "We are on the up." Like, yep. Like in my mind, would this film be uh, made one greenlit or made ten years ago? Probably not. No. Now all of a sudden, all these things are resurfacing, and it, it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. So four point nine for me. Uh, yeah. You said five for yourself. So, um, but again, not, I don't. I don't know if I believe that a film could be perfect. There I know. were some parts, especially that those jokes where I was like, "We could do so much better, right. and we could be critical, but we could also like it as an overall thing." We enjoyed the movie. We enjoyed the. We movie. really love the movie, actually. Random, random stuff happening, like Jenny Slate fighting, using her dog to fight. Weird. Or- Harry Shum Jr. Controlled Try, by a raccoon? Controlled by a raccoon that was like the animated. Kind of like a pseudo ratatouille live action. Yeah. Weird, but amazing. Yes. <laughs> Hot dog hands? Hot dog hands? Actually Every played, other second? It played more of a role than I thought it would. Every other second mm-hmm. of Hot Dog Hands and everybody laughing in the theater? 4.95. Good movie. Probably will watch we it We recommend again. it. Probably should... watching if it's streaming. If you want to watch something that's different, definitely check it out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's going to do it that's for our episode 16. Mm-hmm. Wow, it felt like a long time ago mm-hmm. that we've done this. But it feels also great that we're doing it because yes. I love this movie. So, again, I'm Coco Creates. And I'm Art of the Cartoon. And this is CNC Buhai. We'll check you out next time. Stay safe, everybody. Look out for each other. <laughs>